time to Howdy, duelers. Welcome to another episode of the Yugi Bros Podcast. I'm joined by my co-host, James Scott, the Yu-Gi-Oh! expert. Every time you call me a Yu-Gi-Oh! expert, I can just, like, see in the future so many angry tweets about how little <laughs> I know about Yu-Gi-Oh! I wonder what Yu-Gi-Oh! fans are like. I can tell I you... I can tell you for a fact, they know a lot more about Yu-Gi-Oh! than I do. They dig That's in fine. deep. They can just they can just dunk on me. It's fine. I, it's, we can be mutually dunked on. Okay. Um, but let's talk about the anime Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. Uh, so today we're going to talk about episode four and five, mm-hmm. which uh, I realized that the you, you told me the Yu-Gi-Oh! website just has every episode so that's pretty nice so i watched it on there at glorious glorious 360p i also watched it on the Yu-Gi-Oh website um which led us to the fun discovery that the episodes do have names For yes some episodes reason... for its name is the hornet's nest it yeah it's into the hornet's nest which um, another good name would have been uh, Weevil's Web. Weevil did bring in a lot of bug puns, and that seemed to yeah. be his greatest contribution. Also, right. I think that these two episodes are a really good example of like how the quality in animation and art are very variable over the series. Definitely. Because episode four looks really good. Yes, the the backgrounds, especially in this episode, look great. Yeah, and I really like the face. Everyone's faces look really interestingly detailed. Um, It had echoes of, like, in the first episode when you see Kaiba pull those scary faces. Like, Weevil has a lot of that same elasticity to his expressions. Um, right. But let's dig into what actually happens in this episode. Yeah, so the gang uh, arrives on Duelist Kingdom, which I believe they explain the rules, uh, which are everyone has those gloves with the little star medals. Yeah, they so they, yeah, they arrive on Duelist Kingdom. Animals. Sorry. Go ahead. They arrive on Duelist Kingdom... They get off of the boat. Joey makes a point to say, look at all these suits. And then they show a bunch of dudes who are in really ill-fitting suits. And uh, we get basically just kind of like a short recap of what happened on the boat. Right, right. For some reason, Tristan's voice sounds totally different than I remember it. But it's been a week since I watched Yu-Gi-Oh! So I might have forgotten. Uh, and then they have to go to Pegasus big ass castle. Yeah, I noticed when they welcome him, there's this guy, one of the security guys, and his hair is like Tristan's, but like to a whole new level. It's just a huge spike. I'm and pretty sure that guy comes back later on. Cool. He's like 
recurring villain. Interesting. Uh, but they go to Pegasus Castle so that Pegasus can tell everybody what the um, deal is with the tournament he started, which is that every duelist should have a glove that will track their progress through the tournament. And the goal is that you want to get 10 of the little star chips that we saw in the last episode every duelist except for Yugi and Joey had two of. Um, and you want to get 10 star chips and once you have that you can enter Pegasus Big Ass Castle to um, like get into the final rounds. Yeah. But if you have no star chips, like if you lose all your star chips, then you're kicked out of the tournament. You think they just like grab you and throw you off the island? Yeah. I do think, I think actually later they do say that there's like a big ship that all the losers get put on and they have to leave. Uh, but we get that explained and then Pegasus said there says there's some mysterious new dueling rules but that he's not going to tell them what they are it's going to be a surprise right so then they have I also noticed that well after uh, Pegasus explains this Yugi is like oh I bet grandpa is in that castle which makes it sound like they kidnapped his grandpa but he thinks that his grandpa's soul, I guess, is in that castle or something. Yes. Uh, you know, they don't really... I think this is... Um, the explanation is a victim of something... I don't remember if we actually talked about it in the podcast. But the fact that uh, the four kids American dub of Yu-Gi-Oh! has recut a lot of the episodes in order to make them more understandable for kids as well as to cut out like anything that might be unsuitable for children which is wild because the anime is still for children in japan um so it might be sort of a victim of that where scenes have been edited in a weird way that cuts out important information, but then, like, I don't know, kids won't see a boob or whatever. Right. Not that they seem super concerned about that since Mai's cleavage is on full display for a good chunk of both of these episodes. Are there boobs in the Japanese version? Uh, no, but they do have that weird thing of, like, panty shots. Uh, okay. I don't know why that's such a huge thing in so many animes and mangas, but it's there, I guess. It's a Japanese thing, I think. Yeah. There's some boob, but not, like, full boob. Uh, Anyways, what else happens the... in Yu-Gi-Oh!, among the uh, uh, mentioning of Weevil and uh, Rex Raptor being there, they also briefly mentioned Mako Tsunami, who 
who looks like a Pokemon gym leader. Yeah. Water type. And he's ranked third. Um, right. So it goes... Kaiba is the world champ, um, although most people are whispering now that he's not because Yugi beat him in, like, a secret duel for his grandpa's right. soul again. Word travels fast. Word travels real fast. Uh, and I think Weevil is second place? Yeah. Um, and Rex Raptor. Yeah, he and Rex Raptor, I think, are very, very close neck and neck for second place. And then Mako Tsunami is in third place. And then they do see one other person, which is Bakura, who they keep calling Bakura from school, despite the right. fact that, like, we didn't meet him at school. So that really wouldn't be a reference point for the audience for Bakura. This is the second time Bakura has been mentioned, and yeah, uh, Taya thinks something's going on, right? Uh, Taya's like, "Oh my God, it's Bakura from school!" But it's like you guys didn't talk to him while you were at school. It's weird that that's where you know him from. I don't know. He's also just like standing in the forest. Suspicious. Yeah, I, guess. I don't know. He'll, his his shit will get explained later. Okay. But first we have to have a two-episode long duel. I also noticed a lot of the extras. Uh, just a lot of dudes. It's a, it's a, a dude-dominated sport. Yeah. Uh, if you would like, you could probably write a essay about misogyny and duel monsters. But True. I wonder if in the Yu-Gi-Oh! world they have like zines that are centered around dual monsters that are like this is my queer leftist take on the dark magician card that would be interesting i think yeah that... why is it dark magician girl you know yeah like why does it just be dark magician Dark Magician Girl, a really fun card that makes it impossible to search on eBay in public for Yu-Gi-Oh! merchandise because <laughs> half of it is horribly sexualized figurines and like I can imagine. titty uh, mouse pads. Yep. I also wrote down a Long Legs Pegasus I think in the scene where he's about to announce the rules. Yeah. Um, he's walking down a hall for maybe three seconds, and I was like, whoa, his legs look much larger than his torso. That looks weird. Uh, I kind of, I like how he looks better in this episode, because I like that his hair isn't, it's more like straight down, like a, yeah. like a fun share wig. It's more like, uh, straight flat down but before it was like big and bushy uh basically they hear all the rules for the duels they have an hour to prepare they talk for a little bit about how joey's kind of nervous because he's never really dueled that much um 
and Yugi is like and he's bad at the game based on yeah he's stuff. like not good at it but he's in a professional tournament now so he has to go up against people that aren't as good first to sort of work his way up and Yugi is like the first person I want to duel is Weevil uh, because he did make me say goodbye to Exodia and I didn't want to do that yeah um and then uh the dueling time starts as well, we will runs away and there's like moths everywhere yeah we will runs into a forest there's a bunch yeah. of moths all around they have to chase him down and when he stops and agrees to duel with yugi this like big uh dueling uh what's it like uh aye, aye, aye. like a dueling stage sure. uh comes up which is in i think it's looks really cool and i really like that this is what they went with for the show because like in the book they basically just sit down at a table that's in a little <laughs> box he just pulls out a little table it literally is like a small room comes out of the ground and then they have to sit and play the card game, which looks so boring on paper and would have been mind numbing to watch as an anime. Yeah. So the big dueling stage comes up um, and it has that same holographic or yeah. Holograms holographic. Sure. Uh, yeah. Technology that uh, Kaiba's arena did where the monsters basically uh, come to life with quotation marks around come to life on there. It's hard to know the scale of the monsters on the, in the arena, but they seem huge every time. Uh, they seem to just, I would say, probably tree-sized. Yeah. I would say the size of Pegasus's legs. Uh, yes. So very long and very big. Uh, but the reason... Well, first, uh, Yugi challenges... Uh, Weevil and Weevil's like, bro, you only have one star. And then, uh, are you gonna challenge me two stars? And then Yugi's like, I'll give you my whole deck and the star. And that's his wager. Yeah, it's a an all or nothing duel, and it starts out seems to be going normal. But then um, Yugi tries to attack a bug card that Weevil puts down and finds that his attack points that he thought would be enough to destroy the bug aren't. And that's when we learn about one of the secrets of Duelist Kingdom, which is that certain cards on different terrain get field bonuses so um when uh weevil chased them into the forest uh he was doing so because bugs get a field bonus to their uh attack points and defense points i can't remember um yeah they get buffed yeah they get bumped up by being in the forest which is the uh the best place for bugs i guess (laughs) yeah uh where 
bugs are doing great. Where bugs thrive. Yeah. Is this a normal rule in the card game? Because I don't remember. Well, no. No, nah, not really. Okay. Um, I mean, obviously, angry people on Twitter can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, and I do love talking. Like, we have a whole plethora of Yu-Gi-Oh fans ready to tell me that I'm wrong about the card game. But this, I think, is more just a device that they use in the Duelist Kingdom arc. Uh, that it more explains um yeah these are modified rules because yeah. they're on this island yeah uh, it's sense. more to explain the reason why they are on the duelist kingdom island mm. which as yugi tells us is an island that has pretty much every different it has every single biome you <laughs> could think of yeah um, which is last episode you mentioned pegasus being the elon musk and now i completely yeah it's this all sounds like some dumb elon musk bullshit it's absolutely dumb elon musk bullshit um it doesn't make any goddamn sense uh i bought this island that has both a desert and a wide forest and and icebergs and an iceberg uh and as you'll find later uh graveyards hell yeah well you know a lot of people have probably died on this island. <laughs> uh, uh, there's a lot of bug puns. Yeah, there's a part where Yugi says, I attack, or I use my massive monster versus your annoying insect, which the second line doesn't have any alliteration, but I, I just really like how he said it. It's In general, the voice actor for Yugi is very good when he's just like shouting. Yeah, I I mean, I think I've said it before, but I really do like most of the voice actors. Uh they're making interesting choices, but I think they all do a really good job. Um and I really like that the voice actor for Yugi um is doing those two different voices uh for both yeah regular Yugi and Yami Yugi and they still sound pretty distinct, but you can tell it's the same person right um i think uh there was one joke from joey that did actually make me laugh uh because i think that the voice actor for joey actually does a pretty good line delivery on jokes uh where some kids stumble upon the weevil and yugi duel and are really excited about it and Joey's like, of course this is exciting. That's my friend Yugi. He's an amazing duelist who beat Kaiba. And I'm his friend, Joey Wheeler. And then gesturing to Taya and Tristan is like, and these two guys are trespassers. <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, funny. Um, But yeah, so... We learned about field power bonuses, um, which... We also learned that magic cards don't work on monsters with field power bonuses. Yeah. seems a little... seems whack to me. It does seem whack, is what I would say. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It seems like kind of an arbitrary rule. Yeah. Just to make sure that the uh, the duel lasts as long as it needs to. 
uh but yugi's card also gets a field power bonus because i guess they're in the wasteland and it's uh, a a woolly mammoth skeleton card yes um and then yugi sets a trap i mostly remember the part oh yeah there's a trap card yeah there's a lot of traps because they can't use magic so it's all traps yeah. I know at some point Weevil summons the Hercules Beetle, which makes a bull sound, which I thought was an interesting choice for the sound effect. Yes, and it also... And they play it repeatedly. <laughs> well, they also introduce one of my favorite Yugi cards, which is the Fiendish Imp, which is such a... It's a funny name. Why is it an imp? Yeah. Why is it Fiendish? <laughs> Why does it look like... That's one like... of Yugi's iconic cards, I think. Yeah, it's an iconic card... It looks like a mogwai, but evil. So a gremlin. It's got a big horn. It's a big horn. Uh, and while Weevil is bragging about his incredible bugs, that's this character is just bug puns, nothing else. Uh, Yugi sets a trap. For Weevil to fall into. Um, and he uh, puts his uh, monsters on the defensive while Weevil just keeps pulling monsters out of his ass, basically, that right. are just all these bugs. And then when Weevil decides to strike. Yugi pulls his trap card of Mirror Force, which makes it so all of... Pretty powerful card. It's a very powerful card. Uh, all the uh, power of Weevil's attack on Yugi is reflected back onto Weevil's monsters, which all get obliterated. Um didn't mention it before but i think this is also one of the first times we learn about putting a card in defense mode and how that differs yeah, this is from like a, where they actually explain yeah it differs from attack mode where yeah. defense mode is maybe not as powerful but if your monster takes a hit it doesn't affect your life points uh so it can be a useful strategy to use like yugi does when you're not quite sure what move you want to make yet or you need your opponent if, to do something to put your uh, if the enemy uh if their monster's attack power is less than the your monster's defense power what happens when they attack if if the monster who's attacking has less than what your defense is then it doesn't work okay they don't die they, it just doesn't uh work. I don't remember. I mean, as I'm rewatching these episodes, I'm I don't remember quite as much as I might about what happens, but I do believe it is just that it doesn't work. I don't think anyone it just gets blocked. Yeah, it just gets blocked. Doesn't work. Uh, it's like if you ran at a locked door. It's like you don't die, but it, you didn't get in. You still, Your arm really hurts. Yeah, you just bounced off, and you feel bad because that's what you did. And everyone saw you do it. Um, but yes, so the 
uh, mirror force attacks, hits Weevil, knocks out a huge chunk of his life points. Everybody's cheering because they are like, oh, sweet, Yugi's going to win, but we end the episode on a cliffhanger of Weevil saying he's not quite done yet and he has a card up his sleeve that will win him this. Um, something that also keeps happening during this particular duel is that uh, Yugi and his friends keep saying Weevil is cheating, but he's not. Right. Not really, no. He's literally playing the game and he's doing like surprise attacks but he's not cheating he's never breaking the rules it just might be rules or cards that like yugi and his friends are not aware of um it's right yeah he's just kind of playing the field to his advantage he's not really like i'd say cheating was throwing away the exodia yeah, cheating was, like, kind of when he up. tricked Yugi by, like, yeah, by dumping Exodia. But cheating is not, he knew something that you didn't. That just means you were unprepared. Or, like... Yeah, I, I also don't know if it's this episode or the next one, but at some point, Goey says, it's almost like Yugi's a different person when he's dueling. That's the next episode. Okay. Oh, wait. No, that's this episode. I forgot where my note on that was. I just wrote, he literally is a different guy. He's a different person. Right. So his friends don't know about the whole... No. ...being possessed by a spirit. They're like, he has, just has such a different attitude. But they don't mention the fact that he's, like, way taller. And in, in a lot of the shots, he looks much taller. Well, I think this is an issue of the animation uh, yeah. because it's more smooth and on model in this episode. Um, I had read about the animation process for Yu-Gi-Oh! before where it really does vary from artist to artist on the episodes. So some episodes you'll get are really well made and like every character stays pretty on model and then other episodes are a little sloppier um the next episode i don't is... actually know how they distribute that stuff like is it they're just working on like a ton of episodes at a time and there's different artists on each episode or well i think we're getting a different product in the dub because um the Japanese version had already all come out, and so the dub is recut from that. Um, although, from what I understand about how animes are made, um, especially the 2000s animes, it was very much a, like, get as much as you can get done as fast as possible, which is why a lot of them have sort of sloppier uh, filler animation. Um, and then really nice maybe set piece animation uh because i don't think they were getting a ton of money for every episode and something like Yu-Gi-Oh, which spans for so long uh you just want to generate as much content as possible um, yeah we'll see uh the art take a turn in this next episode yeah I, the art in episode five uh which art we can well, let's officially move over to episode five 
aka yes episode five ultimate great moth the uh, ultimate great moth not ultimate, just the ultimate moth the ultimate great moth this moth is not just ultimate this moth is also great uh this moth is my best friend um yeah immediately at the top of my notes i wrote drawn badly question mark question mark question mark it's not like i think we have seen worse animation within the first few episodes uh but this particular episode is just you immediately can tell kind of a step down in quality yeah there's a lot of face shots where i was just like oh boy what happened uh something that as an adult i've noticed with animation um is the idea of things being off model when they just the facial features change so wildly because there's nothing to keep them on what they're supposed to look like. And that happens a lot with Yugi's face in particular. Um, the, just the proportions change. All o- They're like all over the place. Um, and there's just not as much care put into it, which is kind of a bummer. Um, especially since the episode before, you actually get to see kind of what more the... Um, original artist's style looks like uh which is really right. cool um i really love the Yu-Gi-Oh art when it's done with care because there's such an interesting like um diversity of line thickness it looks really cool yeah definitely uh so in this episode Yugi's still battling weevil uh Mai shows up. Yeah. And she's kind of putting a damper on the, the Yugi crew, saying Weevil's going to beat him and stuff, and Taya doesn't like that. Yeah, this episode sets up a um, adversity between Taya and Mai that kind of comes out of nowhere. Makes it yep. seem like Mai's hung out with him a lot before, but she really hasn't. Uh... It's basically like Taya saw another girl in the show and was like, there can only be so many girls in this anime. Right. I can't lose out. This uh, episode definitely not passing the Bechdel test. As we're it's, both just talking about Yu-Gi-Oh! Would any episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! pass the Bechdel test when most of the time every character is talking about Yu-Gi? No. It wouldn't pass the Yugi <laughs> test. Yeah. The characters are never not talking just about him. The world does revolve around Yugi. He time. is a very exciting and fun person. So it's fair. Uh, one part in the... Uh, this happens later in the episode, but at one point, Yugi gives his friends a thumbs up, and they yes. all go, yeah! And I really thought that part was funny, even though it's not supposed to be really funny uh my favorite part is when um one of his friends says wait a second yugi's got a big smile on his face and then they like (laughs) cut to yugi who has the world's tiniest mouth and like a little smirk and i'm like i don't know if these guys know what a big smile is also when they're watching the the game being played they're like on the ground floor mm-hmm. i thought about how uncomfortable that must be because 
the duelers are on these big like pedestals looking not a lot of thought was put into comfort uh which is probably why in the manga they're just like sitting at a table seems more comfortable yeah (laughs) they just chilling uh so weevil hatches a plan and summons a uh, caterpillar thing yeah that turns into a cocoon turns into a cocoon which i wrote the word cocoon so many times in my notes that i just started pointing to the last time that i wrote it so i wouldn't have to write (laughs) the word again yeah uh yugi takes Uh, all his monsters off the field but in doing so he leaves himself defenseless against the giant uh cocoon that is growing right and in five turns the cocoon will turn into yeah in five turns very strong enemy which seems like even if this monster is like really great it seems like a gamble to just yeah five turns is a long time pour five turns into yeah uh this cocoon uh so then yugi decides well i can't let me try and attack the cocoon but the cocoon is getting a uh field power bonus from the forest so its defense and attack are really really high so Yugi mounts a few attacks of at the cocoon that just don't work out. Yeah, he tries to use Gaia the what's it called? Gaia the Summon Knight or something? Uh oh god. He I don't remember like what the descriptor is for Gaia, but he, he, he try he tries to summon Gaia, who is a knight card, and um Gaia attacks the cocoon, but it 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 don't work. Nothing happens. Don't it? Too strong. Too strong. This cocoon. Uh, but Yugi hatches a plan. Mm -hmm. He hatches a plan after hearing one of his friends shout that he's on fire or something. Yeah, Joey. Yeah, Joey's like, "You're on fire, Yugi." Joey says, "You gotta get fired up." Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, you gotta get fired up. I wrote that and then put, like, fire monster. Because what was missing from Yugi was, like, a dramatic reaction. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, that's been really working for Weevil so far, so I think that Yugi should take that route. Uh, anyways, uh, they cut between Yugi deciding what he's gonna do and the cocoon, which has the worst sound effects ever yeah, it's it, a bunch of squishy sounds it just sounds so wet yeah it's gross it's like bad asmr sounds it's gross or maybe good ones i guess i don't know um uh so yugi decides to use a dragon shoots fire uh toward weevil's side of the battlefield and weevil's like you you utter fool! You don't understand. The cocoon will never be burnt. Uh, but turns out Yugi is burning the field underneath the cocoon. Therefore negating its uh, power bonus. Is that a card he played or just the monster does it? Is, 
is what? Is that, it's that card, right? That burns the field? Uh, I, I think it's a combination of the dragon and the card. Because I know he pulls out the dragon, but he also, yeah. like, puts the card on it? That's what makes me think that environments are a mechanic in the game, but maybe that was just written for this show. So Maybe that card actually does something else in the actual game. Um, I think in maybe the... Oh, man... I mean, I just, I, I'll be, like, very humble and say, man, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Anyways, doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, uh, the point is yeah. now weakened because there isn't the, the field buff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he sends Gaia after it again to poke it open, and that happens. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, the Great Moth still appears out of the cocoon. It's just not as strong as it could have been, but it's still very strong. It looks so fucking ugly. That's one of the ugliest yeah, things I've ever seen. Yeah, none of Weevil's cards look great, dude. It I mean, like, rough. but this one looks like, because it came out a turn before it was supposed to, it looks real... Prematurely, yeah. Yeah, it looks real nasty. Um, And then they say my favorite line of the episode which is uh we'll settle this in the skies <laughs> because yugi combines his knight with um the dragon card yeah. via a polymerization card which allows you to combine uh cards that like kind of correspond to each other or are compatible right. into one monster there's a lot of new things being thrown out in these last two episodes with the card game. If you and if you a don't lot of new rules. Yeah. If you don't understand what's going on, don't worry. Every single duel they will re explain what's going on. Uh, which is why every duel takes at least two episodes. Um however, when they uh, go up to settle this in the skies, the moth releases uh, poison. Yes, after it attacks, it leaves yeah. some kind of poison. It's attacked, it releases poison. Thing. Yeah. Which slowly decays uh, Yugi's monster's attack power and defense power, I believe. Yeah, it makes the. It's uh, slowly losing, um, is it attack power? It's slowly losing. And uh, Yugi has to think of something fast in order to save his. Yeah, this is happening over real time or something, which I, was another rule that seems whack. It wasn't like happening over turns. It was just like it's... seconds would pass and his it's monster a... would Yeah, it's a thing power. of having the actual card game as a part of the anime that sometimes doesn't totally translate because yeah. it puts like a narrative urgency on what happens in the card game so it becomes less restricted to what you would actually do in the card game right. um i think it's also playing off the fact that the cards are real quotation marks as uh yeah it, w it would be less fun if you sat there and waited four turns instead yeah of seeing 
like, there wouldn't be the, the urgency. Like if you heard somebody say it's going to take five turns for my moth to become the ultimate great moth, you would be like, yeah. this game is going to suck. I'm just going to kill your moth. Yeah. Um, so Yugi uses a card that makes it literally rain, which washes the poison away. Uh, but unfortunately, at that point, I believe, is when uh, Yugi only has 50 life points. It's down for the count, so it would seem. But then uh, um, Joey sees that Yugi has a big smile on his face. Right. Uh, Yugi summons... The Summon Skull. Summon Skull looks sick as hell. Yeah, another uh, very iconic monster. Summon Skull looks fucking tight. This is another mechanic that I didn't know about, but the Summon Skull does an electrical attack. Yeah. Which uh, does more damage when, I guess, things are wet because the moth is wet. Everything's wet. Or something. And he just toasts the guy. Toasts that moth. Annihilates yeah, the weevil. Gets it on. And then... Uh, uh, one thing I wrote down that I forgot to mention is I wrote down, Know my beaver warrior, which I thought was a funny line that he <laughs> shouted. It's just funny because it's like, why is he so upset about that card getting knocked off the field? He didn't do anything yeah. with it. Yeah. Also, beaver warrior is just... He's like, no, my beaver warrior. Yeah. Um, beaver warrior is a funny term. It's not as funny as cream pie, but uh, it will have to do. <laughs> I also like the design of that monster. It looks cool. It's like the beaver fun, warrior? It's more of a rat. Yeah. It's more of a rat. But... I like that one. I like, I like the intro of Karibo. Karibo's great. Karibo... I wrote down Karibo quotations hook because, like, I think he uses Karibo to pull a trap card from Weevil. Yeah. The trap card is some kind of worm that just, like, uh, Karibo is, like, a very fuzzy, cute, almost furby-like character. And uh, when this worm attacks Karibo, it, like, goes inside of Karibo, expands him, and Karibo explodes. It's, it was just very violent. Yeah, it's like a tapeworm. Yeah. That's gross. Uh, but Weevil loses the duel. Yugi gets both of Weevil's star chips. Yeah. And he, he lectures him on the importance of not cheating and playing, you know, lying games. Right. Uh, overconfidence which is and that he needs to play with honor he needs to play with honor which is there's something okay so full disclosure i've been watching i've been re-watching avatar the last airbender lately yeah and it's a show that usually tries to kind of teach lessons and usually does a pretty good job because it's very solidly written um, but it is really wild to watch that and then to also watch Yu-Gi-Oh, which is 
sort of also trying to teach kids lessons. But like Yu-Gi-Oh's not, I don't think anybody's learning how to be a good person from this show. Like you wouldn't learn that you're not. Maybe like the friendship stuff. Some of the friendship stuff, but it's kind of all over the place too. Uh, Yeah, there wasn't, I wouldn't say this episode was learning not to lie or cheat because I feel like that's what the ending is supposed to be telling you, but like you didn't learn that because Weevil didn't cheat. He threw Exodia over the board. Yeah, it would have been better if he was like, this is karma for destroying my Exodia cards or something. Yeah, he's like, you have no honor because you made me say goodbye to Exodia and I wanted to say hello to Exodia and use those cards later. Um, it's also wild that Yugi is still playing with his grandpa's deck. I think that he should get his own deck. It's pretty good, though. Pretty good cards in there. Pretty sick cards. It does have Summon Skull. And the, the deflecting one. Um, so because Yugi took both of Weevil's star chips, Weevil is out of the duel he's out of the tournament yep he's got an x over his picture and now right, they just put an x over his face now they are ready to move on and you need seven more star chips you need seven more star chips to make the 10 so that he can go into pegasus big ass castle Um, yeah, so that's episode four and five. It's episode four and five. Got, we will got dunked on. We will got dunked on. Uh, we learned that Taya has a weird grudge against Mai for being an older woman. Uh, she also calls her bleach blonde, which is an in, a strange insult. <laughs> it's a very two thousands insult. Yeah. Uh. And um, and we learned about the island. We learned about the island. Um, and I think, if I remember correctly, this is setting us up that Mai is going to be the next person that we're going to see her dual style. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Well, it's Mai Valentine. She's really good. I wonder good. what her deck will be themed like. Um, With a name like that. <laughs> her deck is... Uh, lady cards it's just cards that are ladies if i remember correctly i know there's harpies there's harpies um and other cards uh but cool and then maybe we'll see bakura for a second again yes and then we'll get to hear bakura talk and it'll be a fun time bakura from school Cool. So, uh, if you like this, keep watching Yu-Gi-Oh! And we'll cover episodes 6 and 7 next week. Uh, and you can follow us at Yu-Gi Bros Podcast on Twitter. Um, Thanks for listening. Yeah. See you later, folks.